0: This is Thought Capture, a brief but hopefully powerful few minutes to challenge your walk with Jesus. Uh, Today I want to confront your response to the gross sins of others. Imagine you're watching the local TV news at 6. There's a mugshot on your flat screen TV. Somebody's been busted in a citywide prostitution sting. In another story, a politician has taken a bribe. Then there's another story, a school teacher arrested for having sex with a student. Doesn't that disgust you? Make you angry? Low life? I hope they burn in hell. Lock them up. Throw the key away. They don't deserve anything better than a jail cell. Jesus met with a woman at the well in Samaria. She was a serial adulterer, married five times. and She was living in sin with a man at the time of the conversation at the well. Jesus went to the house of a crooked tax collector named Zacchaeus, who had stolen from his own people. Jesus forgave a woman caught in the act of adultery. Catch demons out of a lunatic, naked, running around in the graveyard. Healed the ear of a temple guard that came to arrest him on trumped-up charges. He loved people that betrayed him, abandoned him at his hour of need, and when he asked them to pray with him, they fell asleep. Disgusting. For the last 24 years until recently, I have met weekly with men serving time in the North Carolina penal system, in prison. Many of them convicted murderers, drug dealers, thieves, and sex offenders. Friend, that's not something heroic on my part. I believe it's where Jesus would spend his time if he were here on earth. He's not here. He's at the right hand of the Father. So he sent me as he sent you. But if you're disgusted and see this group of people as people to be avoided or shunned, that's not the way Jesus felt about it. It's not the way you should either. In Mark, the second chapter, listen as I read. Now it happened as he was dining in Levi's house that many tax collectors and sinners also sat together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eating with the tax collectors and sinners, they said to the disciples, How is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners, To repentance. It is impossible to experience disgust and compassion simultaneously. You will not display the love of Christ while you sit on that elevated throne of judgment. The Pharisees had that problem. It says in Luke the 15th chapter the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and he eats with them. After hearing this complaint from religious people, recoiled by his choice of company, Jesus tells the parable of the lost sheep, how there was a shepherd who had 100 sheep. One runs away and is in danger. The shepherd leaves the 99 and searches for the stray. Jesus then helps with an interpretation. I say to you that likewise, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. I live in eastern North Carolina back in January of this year. Sheriff deputies doing a safety check found five dead people, a family, an entire family at a home in Vanceboro. It is believed that a severely depressed husband and father shot and killed his three children, ages four, three, and eight months old. He killed his wife, killed the family dog, and then turned the gun on himself. When I read this story online, my thoughts went to what kind of pain led to this? Would a friendship here or there or an act of kindness to him made a difference? Why didn't the neighbors know? Then I asked myself a more disturbing question. What if he hadn't turned the gun on himself? If he had survived, if I was given a chance to visit him in prison, would I go? Do I have compassion for sinners like Jesus? Would I rejoice if he repented? If you talk back to the TV during news stories, make sure that it reflects mercy, not contempt. This has been a challenging talk, but nobody said it would be simple to be like Christ. It will always be a challenge. The Bible says we are to be peculiar. We don't think or behave as everybody else does. This has been Thought Capture. I'm David Pierce. Send me a comment. And please subscribe to the podcast.